A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. This is the Naked Gaming Podcast from the Naked Scientists. I'm Lee Milner. Sitting opposite me is Chris Barrow. On the beanbag again. So, mm-hmm. so comfy. I love it. And this is the last episode that we're making ever. No, this is the last episode that we're making before we get married. Yay! Are you I, excited? I kind of, honestly. I'm literally going to burst. I can't wait, except I don't want to pack. Like, this sounds really horrible. Go on. But I think I'm more excited for the holiday than getting married. What, you mean the, the honeymoon? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all our friends and family are coming to the wedding, which is which is lovely. But we're looking forward to the honeymoon. So looking forward to the honeymoon. Are you a good packer? Yeah, I'm like militant. It's like you are amazing, aren't you? You're like, you're like Tetris. Yeah, uh, this is like an operation. I've resigned myself. Have you noticed? You see it, it in my eyes. It stresses me out that you haven't started yet. There's still time. It'll be fine. Honestly, okay. I promise. Uh, so it's going to be a fun few days anyway. Yeah, if you missed last month's amazing and hilarious podcast, yeah. we heard from the voice of the Witcher, Doug Cockle. Now, Geralt is just part of my voice, so it's not <laughs> something I have to work terribly hard to achieve. You can download that episode now and subscribe. Don't miss any of the next episodes. Now, this month... Rugby 20 has finally been released, and Chris wanted so desperately a rematch after getting absolutely battered Last time. Run! Run! I've been training hard, though. How? You know, like twiddling my thumbs and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Squeezing stress balls. Come on. I think the listeners know by now that you just can't win. We're going to see. On any sporting game ever. it could happen. Uh, And the award-winning, of course, Alex Rose is back from holiday. You know you say award-winning. Do you Mm -hmm. know the award that he won was an award for a programme called sex shops of the a1 <laughs> so alex classic alex he doesn't own the sex shops by the way no he just no. went to investigate them yeah, for, yeah. for radio purposes anyway he's back with our simulator of the month feature this time round, it's brexit simulator so i entered a sort of frenzied negotiating period with the developers to see if we could you know strike out a deal between us I can't believe that that's actually a real game, though. Brexit Simulator. Well, actually, it's called Not Tonight. Uh, and <laughs> You like the title of that, Sorry, don't you? yeah. <laughs> it was uh, released for Switch on the 31st of January, the day the UK left the European Union. Yeah, so it sort of is a real Brexit Simulator. Interesting. What a lineup it's going to be to the show. Uh, have you subscribed to the podcast yet? What, you mean me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, I've subscribed to the podcast. Yeah. Have you? Yeah. Have you actually? Yeah. Oh, good. So you can get the latest episodes. Exactly. That's nice. First to the news. Now, you're probably aware of Twitch and Mixer and things like that. That means people can stream their games, play games to a live audience, usually hundreds of people, sometimes thousands of people if you're a very popular streamer. You can also live stream your games on YouTube, there's now a new contender. This is Caffeine. Now, Lee's been looking into Caffeine for us, and the big announcement, I suppose, is that Drake, the rapper, singer, musician, has signed on for this. Yeah, the multi-platinum musician and international hip-hop superstar. No, I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about Drake. <laughs> you can uh, rap, don't you? Yeah, I can rap. Can I'll, you? Yeah. I'll save it for another time. Oh, I oh right. Okay. Uh, well, he's <laughs> he's entered into an exclusive deal, okay, with this streaming site, Caffeine. It's a little similar to the gaming streaming platforms like Twitch and, and Mixer, but Caffeine hasn't been home to the kind of high view streamers of those services, you know, uh, who often stream every day for hours and end. Instead, Caffeine has largely focused on partnering with high profile celebrities. So, how do they make their money? Because if you've got someone like Drake or maybe a Stormzy signing up for something like Caffeine. How can on earth can they afford that? Okay, so they focus on in-app 
purchases uh, and focus on original series. Oh, you were super excited about this series, weren't you? Because yeah, they're yeah, basically yeah. creating this new show. Yeah, yeah. Well, so it's basically like a rap battle and Drake hosts it and you can log in live and watch it and, and you can be like almost uh, an interactive live audience and you can be a part of it. What was that show you liked on Netflix? Was it Beat Something? I or can't remember. Rap was Story? It on, or? Was it on... Yeah, it was on, it was on Netflix. With um, Cardi B. Um, and Cardi B was hosting it and I absolutely love rap. Um, and this is a little bit like it, but instead of having the audience pre-recorded and included uh, within the programme, you can just log on uh, like you would with any other streaming service and get involved, basically. So it's Rhythm and Flow, by the way. I just looked it up. That oh, was yeah, that's it. Yeah, I absolutely loved it. So, so, the, um, so the main question is, is it going to work? Is caffeine going to be a contender with things like Twitch and Mixer? Because you've got someone like Drake on board, so it's a good starting place. But would would you tune in to watch Drake's new rap show on caffeine or is it a bit too niche for you? I think the way that this is going to succeed is by getting these big time celebrities so by getting people like Drake the only reason why I watched the one on Netflix is because Cardi B was involved yeah and you loved it exactly so for people like me that like rap I will tune in because say Eminem did one oh yeah I'd I'd watch that wow that'd be amazing okay so Drake okay I'm not his biggest fan but even for people though that aren't really um, interested in rap I think this service will offer other things for them that they might be interested in well there's still the gaming side of it obviously it's just whether it will knock out Twitch and Mixer or if actually it will just be its own they've still got a long way to go just remember how many members Twitch has got you know they've still got a long way to go but the only way they're going to beat them is by getting the big names. Well, we'll see if it takes off. Caffeine is already live. Busy night, but there's always room for another. Now, have you still got your Christmas decorations up, anybody? I mean, you know, we're, we're well into February That would now. stress me out. I like them down on, I'd say, the day after New Year's Day. Day. Yeah, so second of Jan for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think the, it's bad luck after the seventh, isn't it? Well, I mean, this game can't really get any more bad luck, really. When Anthem was released, reviews weren't brilliant. Uh, you know, even though you loved it, right? I really liked Anthem. Okay, everyone, you know, slagged it off. I'm just going to say that, but <laughs> there's a slight issue because they did a massive update recently in February, right? Okay. And this update, everyone thought, oh, what are they doing? They're going to change the game and stuff like that. Um. But the problem is that they did this update and they forgot to take down the Christmas decorations. Oh, damn it. It's still looking... Steve, you had one job. (laughs) Steve. So near all of your javelin massive suits where you fly around as a big, you know, super soldier, uh, there's all the Christmas baubles still up. I suppose it's still festive, though. Uh, Bioware, who developed the game, have been on about this as well they sent a statement out to everybody oh yeah they say um over the coming months we will be focusing on a longer term redesign of the experience specifically working to reinvent the core gameplay loop with clear goals motivating challenges and progression with meaningful rewards while preserving the fun of flying and fighting in a vast science fantasy setting but they don't say anything about the christmas decorations so they could still we might still keep them in march Save them till December. (laughs) Stop kidding around. Snake? Now, there's a huge event taking place right now from the 21st to the 23rd of February, and it's called Game Blast. In fact, Doug Cockle, the voice from The Witcher, who featured in last month's episode, is there at the moment as part of the event. So, What is Game Blast? Well, it's a gaming marathon that raises money for the charity Special Effect. I've been catching up with Mark Savile from Special Effect who told me all about this event. Every single disability is different. If you look at somebody with, say, cerebral palsy, that will, you know, present itself uh, differently in every single case. So, so what we do, we have specialist therapists here, and uh, we have vans, and we go out across the UK um, to see people in their own homes if they can't travel to us. And we ask them what sort of games they want to play and what sort of movements they've got, abilities they've got. And we match the two. We mix, we match, we modify technology, existing technology, and create sort of setups, sometimes simple, sometimes complex, that makes the best use of all the abilities they've got. Now, you know, for example, we might have somebody who's come back from a theatre of war missing a few fingers. And they just love playing Call of Duty. So we'll, yeah. you know, we'll try and set up a, a something for them which utilizes, say, you know, head movement or shoulder movement or, mm. 
or, or something else or voice controls or, or, or all add those all together you know in, in some way so they can get playing again the opposite end of that uh, i suppose is the people say with muscular dystrophy we're seeing or spinal injuries who who only have maybe a bit of head movement or even just eye movement and then we you know we're working with you know quite specialist technology to let them play uh, at least some of what they want to play now tell us about this event so game blast then starting today 21st to 23rd of february and a huge event obviously raising money towards special effects so how new is game blast and uh, and what what's involved in that it's kind of like the children in need for gamers uh and what we do is every february we put aside a weekend and we say to sort of gamers uh, in the uk and actually across the world and gaming companies look uh take a weekend aside play games have fun uh and raise money for us and that can be sort of through say gaming marathons uh, sponsored game marathons or you know board gaming or people do you know, gaming themed bake sales we've actually got somebody skydiving for us this month, <laughs> which, which is absolutely fantastic and it's been going since uh 2014 now and it's just it's, it's it's wonderful on so many levels because you know first of all you know it, it raises so much money for us desperately needed money because we don't charge for any of our help so you know every penny counts but also it's it's we feel like you know we're talking to friends gamers get what we're doing they really get what we're about and, and it's it's great to know that they've got our back especially on that weekend it's it's such a lovely lovely weekend for us Thanks to Mark Savile from Special Effect. And Game Blast is running until the 23rd of February. But if you're listening to this episode after it's happened, you can find out more from specialeffect.org.uk. Now, Microsoft have developed an accessible controller to help gamers who struggle with the standard Xbox controller. If you need a bit more movability or accessibility for controller, maybe the buttons just need to be bigger for you, however it is. So this links in actually perfectly with Special Effect. Yeah, there isn't really much provision for gamers who need additional support to play their favourite games. I've been speaking to Rory Steele. Now, he's a dad with a bit of technical knowledge, and he used Microsoft's accessible controller and then took it a level further. He, that is like super dad. It is it? super dad. That's amazing. He is actually an amazing guy, seriously. So he adapted this adaptable controller with extra buttons so that his son Corbin and his daughter Ava could play their favourite games, which is basically Minecraft. This is what you do. And Roblox. Oh, I, def- so I definitely this. do this. One of the videos of his daughter Ava reacting to his kind of version one of this controller that he built has nearly three million views on Twitter. Here's just a bit of it. Is it good? Yeah. Okay, so you've got your controllers there. Do you want to walk around for a bit and show people how you can walk around? It's nice to hear. Just You can hear the joy and the excitement about playing a game that you've wanted to play for ages. This know? is what games do, isn't it? You yeah. know, they bring so much joy. And I remember, I have so many fond memories of like playing Toy Story and then playing Resident Evil to total opposite ends of the spectrum. Yeah, that's a different... Uh, uh, with my dad. <laughs> yeah. But they do bring a lot of good memories and I think to kind of lose yourself, especially yeah. you shouldn't be excluded just because you have a disability. Yeah, so Dad Rory... How did he go about making his very own accessible controller? I'd always been a gamer, and uh, even when the Switch first came out, I was I was umming and ahhing about getting it, but uh, Zelda was really the only game I wanted, so it was a, a bit tough to make that call. Um, and then this Christmas, my daughter kind of, she, she's a big fan of Dan TDM, a YouTuber, and he does a lot of uh, Switch stuff. And uh, she said, can I have the Switch? And my arm was already kind of three quarters bent anyway. Yeah. Um, and I said, yeah, let's go for it. Because I knew that uh, Mario Kart, you could just use the controller from side to side. Yes, uh, From left to right, a bit like the Wii um, from back in the day, really. Yeah. Um, and so I thought, yeah, we'll get that. It's accessible. We'll give it a go. Uh, and, of course, she got it for Christmas. And there was a sneaky package for myself of Zelda um, <laughs> so that I could play it at night. And um, I accidentally left it on, uh, as you do, playing late at night. And my son uh, saw it in the morning. And he just wanted to play it. Yeah. And uh, that's when I went, oh, OK, uh, this is <laughs> this is going to be complicated because uh, the controls are quite difficult. Yeah. Um, and I know their dexterity because they've got the same condition um, mm. wouldn't wouldn't work. So um, I knew I'd, I'd seen the Xbox adaptive controller was around and uh, I'd done some cursory looks uh, to see if it was compatible. And uh, with a tiny little uh, adapter, you can make it adapted for the PlayStation and the Switch and uh, yeah. and a few others i think um so i said right i'll give that a go and 
got the adaptive controller, did a little bit of research, saw that uh, the buttons were, you know, that you could buy off the shelf were, were, were there. Um, but, uh, you know, being a bit of a tight Scotsman in the back of my, <laughs> my family heritage, um, I thought, I know I can do this for cheap. Um, I, I've been a, well, I was a math teacher for many years, then I moved to IT just over a decade ago. Um, and recently I've, I work at Digital Jersey, a local uh, kind of uh, arms length government organization that tries to promote um, digital skills. So yeah. It was kind of one of those things that, you know, I've got to practice what I preach and yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, say, well, show people that it is within their grasp. So did a little bit of research. And uh, the most difficult part was working out which would be compatible, cheaper arcade buttons. Uh, there's quite a few on the market for Raspberry Pis and, and vice versa. Uh, but I managed to find one that suggested that it was compatible with Microsoft. So I thought that's probably my best bet. Yeah. Um, had a few other bits and bobs and uh, just kind of gave it a go. And the practice, uh, the proof in the pudding with the uh, with the controller um, I, my skills of making a box were limited so <laughs> I used an old tool, toolbox and uh, you don't see it much on the, the videos that I put out there but I couldn't even close it I've got it down now I'm on version 3 at the moment oh are uh, you Ooh. yeah I've realised um, annoyingly that I can halve the amount of wiring <laughs> um, so yeah it's, it's, it's progressing thanks to Rory Steele and you can see his daughter Ava in action on YouTube with the accessible controller just search for Ava OMG Craft on YouTube now. Now, did you know you can get FIFA lessons online to improve your football gaming skills? What? I, I think I need this because I'm not very good when we go head-to-head in any kind of you just, sporting You'll never games. get better, better. I really won't, will I? Well, this is something I've only realised that's been happening, but it's actually been going on for quite some time. There's a company called Be Part Gaming. They've been offering this service online from Germany. Now you can sign up with various coaches, so you can pay 30, 40 or 50 euros, or you can sign up for, you know, 10 lessons in a row. Why do you want to be better? If people really want to beat their mates at FIFA, is it worth paying 30 euros for? Maybe. You know, if it's for bragging rights. Do you do this for the rugby? Because it's not, you want to get your money back. I need to, I need, (laughs) yes, if they're listening. If you're doing Rugby 20, I might need your help. Anyway, I spoke to George Raffelt, who runs this business. So how did it begin? We started about seven years ago, like in 2013. Um, But back then we did it ourselves. Like we were good players at FIFA. (laughs) And we uh, like figured that, you know, we could teach uh, other people our skills and help them out and maybe earn a little something on the side. What do people say to you when they come to the company and they say, I want to get better at FIFA? Like, what are they specifically looking to improve? Is it their, like, their defense, their speed, pressing the buttons? What kind of thing? Defense is uh, definitely one of the <laughs> biggest weaknesses that, that many people have. Um, I would say most of the people who come just feel stuck there's like so much content out there you could go ahead and ask yourself like why book a coaching with a private coach if if you have all this free content available on youtube right there are so many tutorials um so many good advice um but the problem is that even from watching the videos and getting some some clear instructions uh, what to do in, in certain scenarios, people don't realize their own mistakes or they, they try to implement, let's say, a certain skill move or a defending technique, but they miss out on a crucial point and still do a mistake there, but they, they're not able to reflect on that and like yes. to, to analyze it themselves. And that's where the coaching really comes in where like the coach has has a different uh, view on the on the gameplay from the guy so then he can go ahead analyze a certain crucial mistake and break the deadlock basically and and help the guy really understand how fifa is played and and which mechanics are important in what kind of situation and the coaches themselves have to presumably have a lot of experience at playing FIFA and to be able to demonstrate that they have a certain level of expertise. Because, you know, you must kind of be able to say, well, actually, we have people who are, you know, in the top 100 players online or something. There must be some kind of way of quantifying how good your coaches are. Yeah, for sure. Um, there's something called the Weekend League, which is uh, implemented in FIFA since four years now, I think. It started with uh, FIFA 17. Um, and that's basically a competition which every player can play in-game. So it's available for, for everyone. You don't have to register on a certain site or something. That's why it really took competitive FIFA and um, kind of um, putting your skill on a scale to the next level for FIFA. And there you play 30 games a weekend and then 
how many uh, wins you get determines which rank you get. And yeah. then we have um, a certain rank which is um, required for our coaching. And then also our coaching is um, divided into three tiers. So there's like basic tier, advanced tier and elite tier. And um, the skill level also differs from, from each tier, obviously in basic. Um, not such a high skill level is required. And then in elite tier, which is our highest coaching tier, mm. the best quality coaching you can get, which then obviously is also more expensive. But these players are um, either really, really good. So that means top 100 uh, worldwide on several weekends or even pro players who participate in the big tournaments or they're just really experienced as a coach. And, and yeah. then, you know, like not all coaches in football or not many of them have the skills anymore, right, to compete <laughs> at the top. So because they're too old and, and don't train every day, but they're still top coaches. So yeah. that plays a role as well. Amazing, isn't it? So you can actually buy coaching lessons from people in Germany and all around the world now to improve your game. I mean, hats off to those actually doing this it's an, it's that a, is great it's business a niche. it's a niche isn't great it? business skills uh, there's a discount code as well at the moment it's coaching 10 if you want to get some money off with them and let us know if you do it because i'd be fascinated to hear from you it's at naked gaming pod on twitter you're listening to the naked gaming podcast with chris barrow and lee milner now we're going to our new releases hooray and well yeah <laughs> Look, okay. Where to start? Well, let's start with a sporting game. Sing All right, me. then. Yeah, okay. So uh, <laughs> Rugby 20 has been released, finally. Yeah, last time we played it, it was the beta version of the game, which means it was a pre-release. Who won? I can't remember. I uh, won. Okay. I won All right. the Rugby World Cup. Always gracious in victory. Always. Now, this time round, I wanted revenge. Mm. I've been training for months yes. since last November-ish. thumbs have been bleeding. Yeah, I know. So Rugby 20 is out in conjunction with the Six Nations now. This is really a grudge match. Who will be the champion? Me. Here we go. It's round two of Rugby 20. Be prepared to be smashed again. Why is it auto-selecting Italy for me? <laughs> does this does it want it me knows. to lose? I'm playing as your profile on the PlayStation, so if I lose, then technically you lose. Just saying. Anyway. Oh. Who are you? England. I'm England. Use the right analog stick to confound the defence. Use R in a different way. What's R again? Right analog stick. There was a foul, but the referee is playing advantage. God, the Offside, referee sounds mate. like an idiot, doesn't he? Offside, mate. Italy aren't that well known for um, their skill. Oh, hello. Oh, 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 he's got the quick throw. Ah, he's past tackling. He's going to run no, into the he end zone. He ain't got it. He ain't got it. He ain't got it. He ain't got it. He's kicked it out. Look, he's kicked it out. That's it. Come on, lads. Come on, lads. Nil, nil. 30 minutes in. Come on. Oh, you're going to do it as well, aren't you? Oh. You're going to do it as well. I don't know how to do it. I'm a bit nervous. I'm getting sweaty. Oh, I've just given it away to you in the end. Oh, I just gave it away to you. Yes! I don't know what I pressed, but i got to try. I just passed it into your hands. Great. It's going well so far. 5 nil. Okay, okay. To England. Next half. Okay. Which is better than they're I doing in the Six Nations. I, I don't know how I scored. Nobody does. <clears throat> right then. The Here we go! Here we go! Run! Jesus. Run! Run! <laughs> Bang! Oh. In your face. I think I need more gin for this. Well, it's not going well, is it? 10 nil to England so far. Come Why on. is this like a horrible flashback? <laughs> Come on. Why, do I, why does this feel all too familiar? How can He's like so lightning! He's like so freaking lightning, this geezer! Go on! Score! Yes! Yes! Go on, let's see if you can get the conversion okay. here. Oh, Ooh, no, not quite. Quite, quite, quite wide. Sorry, it's 15 0, mate. I don't know, I think, yeah. Should we call it a day? <laughs> I'm enjoying this now. I like Are it. You? I like it's this game. It's like this game. Yeah. It's How going. do I do it? <laughs> I scored a try! <laughs> Unbelievable scenes. Can I just say also, Italy scoring a try is immense. That was miraculous. Did you like, did you like this? Look at the Incredible. passing here. Look at that. Oh, he's Ooh, boshed it dodging in. Dodging and diving. In. Number 13. Oh, your little jump at the end. Finesse. Even if I score another one, I don't really care. I'm just happy. I'm just happy to play, to be honest. Hold him. Hold him. <laughs> what are you talking? Hold. Time's up hold. anyway, so I can't win. Oh. <laughs> that was good. Good try. Good try. How long's left to go? It's the end of the game. <laughs> 15-10 to you. 
England. But I'm just pleased that Italy have scored a try. How did I jump over your tackle as well? I didn't, good. didn't mean to do that. Awesome. Like there's skills there, right? I'm going to get this conversion you're now. Not. Just for glory. But you're really not. Just for glory. Oh, it's gone badly wrong again. <laughs> it's gone badly wrong again. Swing low, sweet chariot. Mm. Chris is never gonna win a game. Can I just say, if you remember, I'm logged in as your profile, so technically you lost. No, fine, well played. Okay, so it wasn't the best performance that I've ever had, but I'd just like to say I was Italy. And you that can't, expo- no. no. Yes, you no. Can. Have you, you seen Italy play rugby? What? You can't yeah. blame it on who you are. Blame it on the Italy? Yeah. So, <laughs> now, what I want to know from you, though, was this version better than the one that we played in the beta last year? Because it seemed a bit rough and ready at that stage. I really liked it. I love sport, sporting games. Yeah. And I'm surprised that I don't play FIFA, to be honest. I haven't got time. But... <laughs> I was quite disappointed with the beta version of this yeah, game. Yeah, so was I, to be the honest. The graphics were rubbish. You couldn't understand the controls. Yeah. The commentary was everywhere. But actually, they've made some improvements. And it's a little bit, it's a little easier to follow the game. Mm. And the graphics, it looks better. You're just happy because you beat me again. Well, yeah. I yeah. mean, I could be playing anything and I'll beat you. Uh, but Rugby 20 is out now for PlayStation 4, Xbox and PC for £50. But give us a rating out of 10. What would you say? £50. Com- yeah, oh, there's a lot, but then that's the that's the oh. price for games nowadays. So what do you think? Would you uh, get it if you're a rugby fan? Yeah, I think I think I would. You can you can also select from the different teams. You can also go from national to the lower league. Oh yeah, that was lower good, league wasn't it? Yeah. games. Um, and if I was a rugby league fan, if they made this for rugby league, I'd be quite a little bit more excited about this. So I give this a good seven out of ten. Solid. Now, what better way to say Happy Valentine's Day yeah. than getting your other half Street Fighter V, the Champion Edition. Make your move. Ready? So it's you. Prepare! Another case is closed. <laughs> Time to return to harmony. I can't believe they actually released it on Valentine's Day. Even though it's a bit of more of a classic game. Like it came out originally in 2016, but this mm-hmm. new version has more characters and more outfits and more fighting goodness. Like, I can't tell you how much I used to play this. Do you remember all the characters even to this day? Because I remember a few of the main ones. I remember what they looked like, but I yeah. don't, rem- don't remember names. the names. No, no. absolutely. Uh, so and I remember you used to be able to like pick the different platforms and there was one platform where you could stand on like a floating platform oh, and you're yeah. in the sky. Yes, that was cool, do you remember? wasn't it? Yeah, I do remember that. was that. really cool. So we're going to go head to head here again. I need mm. some revenge for Rugby 20. Uh, let's see who's the champion in the champion edition of Street Fighter V. Let's do this. There's so much to read. <laughs> when will we fight? I'm what a, the hell? Anyway, I'm a lover, not a fighter. So There's a health warning. I didn't read it. Three rounds. 60 seconds. Yeah, let's do this. How long has it taken us to get to this point, though? You just can't work out. You don't read the instructions, so it's very difficult. I just want to fight. I know. Ooh, shiny. What stage? Let's go with... I like the first one. Let's go with Forgotten Waterfall. Okay, with sheep, with the sheep there? Yeah. Okay. Oh, do they have, like, the old characters? (gasps) This guy, Dalsim. Whoa, look at Mika. <laughs> Mika's um, prominent, shall we say. I'm going to go with Zangya. Oh, I remember Zangya. Whoa, he's scary. Wow. Let's Ready. fight. Three oh rounds. God. Who is the Nostalgia. champion? Nostalgia. It's very good, I'm going to kick your ass. Well, Zangyev is slow, mate. Whereas he's I'm, got power. I'm on Dalsim. He's God, got lo- I, used to, I used to play this all the time. Oh, look at how hairy his chest is. Wow. It's mm. pretty disgusting, actually. Look at my guys floating in. So zen. Look at his long legs. Do you remember this guy? No. Oh, he was so good. Look at my guy. Oh, hello. Oh, you're on fire, mate. I can't remember any of the buttons. You've had the tutorial. I haven't. Oh, hello. Oosh. Oosh. Look at us kicking pathetically. Oh! 
Grab him! Grab him! <laughs> it's so, <laughs> so bad at this game, man. It's so funny. Shut up, speak for yourself. Yes, KO, 1-0. What nil. was he doing? He, he was going all red. He got he went a bit He looked like he's had a bit of like high blood pressure. He looked like Metapod from Pikachu. Right. Wait, I'm gonna do that again. If I win this bait, what in earth are you doing there? <gasps> what Whoa. did I do there? That was immense. Getting good getting a good few hits in there. Is like two of the worst amateurs of all time trying to do a game. Oh, oh. God, man! I want to change character. Mine's rubbish. You can't change character. You have He's to get just destroyed. muscle man. Never go for a muscle man. Believe me. I think I'm cheating with these long arms, aren't I? Oh, come on! No! It's the closest it's ever been. Oh, oh. yes! Oh, look at that! I want to change look character. Here's the picture. I can't take a picture of it. I want to change character. Mine's rubbish. <sighs> Um, player two wins. Oh. Zangief, you're rubbish. Change character. Return to character. Three nil to the right, champion. Have you had enough now? This yeah. one. All right. Street Fighter Five: The Champion Edition is available now on PS4 and PC for about twenty quid on top of the original game for PC. It's thirty-five pounds for PlayStation, and I would recommend it because I absolutely destroyed you. And Just... I wouldn't because it's not the same game. Power up. You're listening to the Naked Gaming Podcast with Chris Barrow and Lee Milner. And it's time for Retro Revival. Mm-hmm. A new Pokemon game is coming. Oh, yeah. Yeah? That's exciting. What's it called? Well, it's sort of a new game. It's called Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. It's mm-hmm. a reimagining of the spin-off series that first began in 2005. Yeah, this particular re-release is called Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Rescue Team DX, a remake of Red Rescue Team and Blue Rescue Team combined. Well, in this game, it says the player assumes the role of a Pokemon that was transformed from a human. Very odd, isn't it? Which Pokemon would you transform into? Oh, I'd definitely be Pikachu, but it's so boring, isn't it? No, I'd be Eevee. Yeah, Eevee's She's a cool... sassy, and Eevee sassy can with evol- that tail. Evolve into many different oh, other Pokemon so as well. Good. Now, you get a Pokemon partner at the start of the game, but before you begin, you have to go through a personality test. Uh, which you actually did. Yeah. So, Lee Milner, a huge fan of Pokemon. How did the personality test go and what did you end up being in terms of the Pokemon? So it, it said things like, do your friends think you're childish? And obviously, what, Yes, no. was what you said. Would you say you're a calm person? Right. Obviously, yes. Mm. Um, <laughs> um, if, every, if everybody was out, uh, you know, busy and you wanted to do something, what would you do? And I was like do my own thing yeah. you know quite and independent so, independent woman so you mm-hmm. did your evaluation and what Pokemon did you come back I as I got Charmander okay fiery well it's supposed to be calm <laughs> okay and then you can uh, you can pair up with another Pokemon and you obviously chose Eevee so how was the gameplay then because it's not really like Pokemon and also it's worth saying only a demo is available now the full game's coming out in March but what's the gameplay like well it basically cuts out the best bit what do you play Pokemon for Catching the Pokemon and getting the battles. Right, you don't catch Pokemon so far. Right. So far that I've played. Uh, and uh, when it comes to the battles, you just press A and defeat them. But you don't have a proper battle. So it doesn't stop the game and kind of... No, 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 no. You press A, Charmander fires some fire at somebody and then they die. So it's in real time. In real time. And you're just wandering about. It's kind of like Pokemon, but it's not. So just basically pay Pokemon Sword and Shield instead. Yeah. Okay, well, Pokemon... Which I'm still playing at the moment, by the way. Oh, go do the expansions when they come as well. So good. I've pre-ordered them for you, by the way. So good. This is why I'm marrying you. I know. Uh, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon is coming to Nintendo Switch next month on the 6th of March is £45 if you really want it. Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Rescue Team DX Now it's time for Retro Revival where we look at old school releases. Not not much to choose from though this month, no. sorry. No. Mm. Let's start with Warcraft 3 Reforged. We stand now upon the brink of destruction. The reign of chaos has come at last. Yeah, I used to play Warcraft 3 as a kid and Warcraft 
2 and 1. It's one of the first computer games I played, actually. Uh, it's like a strategy game. It's a bit like Rome Total War or StarCraft. You control an army of orcs or whatever, and you send them into battle. And so when Blizzard said, we're going to bring it back bigger and better than ever, I was so, so excited. The problem is it's absolutely rubbish. Oh. These are just some of the comments online. Bob Forever says, Worst remaster in the history of remasters. Encore 22 says, Blizzard has a paragraph in the user agreement for this game. They have exclusive rights to any of the custom maps that you make. Unbelievable. Also, Blizzard underscore Y, <laughs> they're going to be happy, aren't they? <laughs> said, I'd rather have paid to prevent them from releasing this game. You can't wow. even play the old versions. The menus are rubbish. It's disgusting. It's got a 0.5 rating on Metacritic, and Metacritic is out of 100. By the way. You see that in the background? Bailey's furious at Warcraft <laughs> 3 as well. So my rating is going to be 0.05. Well, there's no point even buying it until they update it. Uh, Warcraft 3, though, is available now on PC for £25, but wait until there's a patch. Now, this counts as retro revival for us, right, Chris? Well, we're scraping the barrel, so yes. All right, Sonic the Hedgehog, the film. Starring Jim Carrey and as Dr. Robotnik. Uh, when the first trailers came out, though, people complained about how Sonic looked. Did you see that? With the he wi- looked weird, man. With those teeth. He looks so odd. It's too human. <laughs> it's too weird. I'm Sonic, a little ball of super energy in an extremely handsome package. On my planet, people were always after my powers. So I came to yours. It gets a little lonely, but that's okay. This also came out on Valentine's Day, so I did think that you could go and see Sonic the Hedgehog the film and then come home and play Champion Edition of Street Fighter V. That sounds like our ideal kind of Valentine's. It's basically what we've done. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So we haven't seen the film, but fortunately for us, Rhiannon Bevan has gone along to see it. Uh, Now, Rhiannon writes for various game magazines and watches films and does all that sort of thing, so she is literally the perfect person to be reviewing this film for us. What did she think of Sonic the Hedgehog the movie. After the breakout success of Detective Pikachu last year, it was only a matter of time before other companies jumped on the bandwagon, and there is no better character to jump on any train going like the iconic Sonic the Hedgehog. In his live-action debut, Sonic is living in the real world and is on the run from Eggman. He's joined by his new human best friend as he goes on a road trip to find his rings across San Francisco. But before we go any further with the film, there's a bit of background to get out of the way. If you're a long-suffering Sonic fan like me, you'll know it isn't easy. For every good game, there's about five bad ones before it. Needless to say, Sega never really found the right direction after the 90s, not in the same way, say, Pokemon and Mario did. Many of you have probably reached an ironic appreciation for our favourite childhood game character. Sonic is like a toxic friend you can't quite shake. Now, with that background out of the way, you'll know what I mean when I say this is a faithful adaptation to the games, at least in terms of their quality. The film is... it's alright. Sonic is written pretty well, he's funny, and this version of Eggman might be the best I've had in years. He really does steal the show. But the rest of the film just doesn't hit the mark. It doesn't have the same charm that Detective Pikachu had. It doesn't really even feel like this was meant to be a Sonic film. And aside from a few cameos, Sonic and Eggman are really the only Sonic characters in the film. So, to all the ironic Sonic fans out there... Is this worth a look? Yeah, it is. It's fun. A lot of fun. You get to see Jim Carrey cosplaying Eggman and dancing around the set for two hours. There's even a few references chucked in there for us long-suffering fans of the series. And as much as I've knocked the story, it's at least nice. That's the best way to put it, really. This is an alright film. The verdict? Don't go into Sonic 2020 expecting the results of someone's passion project, but take it for what it is. A cheesy, heartwarming kids film with a couple of good jokes and a Jim Carrey performance plucked right out the 2000s. And judging from the final scene, perhaps a sequel's on the way that might be a little bit more faithful to the source material, for better or worse. So that's Rhiannon Bevan who writes for Game Luster and who likes films and games a lot. Those are her thoughts on Sonic the Hedgehog, the film. A few people have said to me that it's really good. Now, you remember Ben Fryer from last oh, month's yeah. episode. I like Ben. From Essex, who yeah, does the Essex. breakfast show there. Uh, he also went to see the film, so let's see what he thought. So I need to tell you a little bit about the context in which I viewed uh, Sonic the Hedgehog first. Obviously, I get up at four o'clock every morning um, and I do normally get us this golden hour just before the school run where I will have about an hour's sleep or 45 minutes of sleep just to recover and pick me up. Um, 
this time we went to see Sonic, it was during half term, so obviously very well-timed um, release. I got straight home, my son was like, Daddy, 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 let's go and see Sonic. I was like, alright, okay, fine. So I was tired, I was a bit hungry, hadn't eaten, I wasn't really in the mood for watching Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, but I was actually pleasantly surprised. I did really enjoy it. Um, it does give a little nod to uh, the video game franchise that we all knew and love back in the younger days um jim carrey who who all the dads and mums know anyway through all the films that we watched when we were younger steals the show to be honest as a dr robotnik he's very good you get enough of an affiliation with our little man sonic uh, as well and it's a, it, it's got all the it's got all the stories and and the plots that the children love as well and there's something for the adults too which is what i quite like about the way they make some of these movies that are mainly centered around children these days so all in all i was pleasantly surprised by it didn't think i was going to enjoy it wasn't in the mood to enjoy it but it did give me a nice little pick me up and i think it's pretty good i don't think i've ever really uh, given reviews for or star reviews for these sort of things but i mean a good three and a half four stars i would say and the only other thing i'll say if you are going to watch it it's one of those you're gonna to have to stay The film will finish, you'll have the cutaway, they'll start rolling a few credits, stick at it, because there are a couple of great twists that you need to stick around in and watch, so stay till the end. So a few different opinions there on the film. I don't think I want to see it. What about you? I don't know. Why not? Okay. Why? Why don't you want to see it? I mean, I just want the hot dog and the pick and mix, to be Uh. honest with you. Well, yeah, that's why I'm gay. All right. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, the film is in cinemas now. Reviews are very mixed, so let's know what you think at Naked Gaming Pod on Twitter. This is the Naked Gaming Podcast. Lee Milner and Chris Barrow, although next month will be Lee Milner Barrow and Chris Milner Barrow. The Wedding of Dreams is on the way. We're literally going on Sunday. Yeah. It's exciting. Yeah, a few days away. How are we going to play the games, though, when we go abroad? Got the Switch. Now it's our new feature, Simulator of the Month. There's actually a few this time round, and we've got to bring in our man who is becoming our simulator correspondent. I still can't get over the fact that you made Alex play those games on his skiing holiday. He was supposed to be relaxing. Yeah, and I made him play Ski Champion on a, a ski lift in the Alps. He's starting off the simulator train this month with a game that's being billed as Brexit Simulator. Dare to dream! that the dawn is breaking on an independent United Kingdom. Oh, yes. It just gets better and better for uh, for Alex, doesn't it? Yeah. This game's really called Not Tonight. Would you like to tell me the synopsis, please, of this Brexit simulator? <clears throat> Not Tonight. Here we go. Come on. Okay. In an alternative Britain where Brexit talks... In an... Shut up, Bailey! <laughs> In an alternative Brexit. No. (laughs) (laughs) Bailey's putting me off. Right. This is what you get if you live with a rabbit. Right, ready? In an alternative Britain where Brexit talks have collapsed, an extreme far-right government has taken power. Citizens of European heritage have been rounded up and exiled. Forced out of your previous life, you find yourself in the midst of booming gig economy, fighting to scrape by and return to the city you call home. Hilariously, they released the Switch version of this game on the 31st of January, on the day the UK left the EU. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so we sent our Brexit correspondent, Alex Rhodes, to investigate, but it didn't go very well. Quiet, Bailey! Hello, Chris and Lee. It's Alex here, uh, back for another week to play some more games. Now, I was going to play um, this game that was basically billed as a Brexit simulator called Not Tonight. Um, but I ran into some problems uh, because, you see, I only have a MacBook and it's PC only. So I entered a sort of frenzied negotiating period with the developers to see if we could, you know, strike out a deal between us going forward. You know, I was determined to play on MacBook. They said, that's not possible. We've had to leave it for the time being, but I, I am determined that negotiations are going to go my way 
I feel as though I've taken back control. Uh, but we'll, we'll see as to, you know, whether I managed to win them round and win the argument. So in the time being, it's February. So that means it's also, you know, what else is happening in February? Well, uh, it's Valentine's Day, isn't it? As I uh, found out, as I suddenly remembered when I uh, was passing the petrol station on the way to see my girlfriend to just swipe some flowers up there. Uh, so I thought, well, why not play one of the games, um, a sort of Valentine's Day themed game? So I've managed to find a game called Dream Daddy on the uh, iPhone. It's a build as a dad dating simulator. I think it's by the Game Grumps, actually. Already, I am I, I am very impressed by the soundtrack. <laughs> Amazing, right? Okay, play. Um, so yeah, you play a dad. I think who's moved to a new neighbourhood uh, with his daughter, and you're looking for another dad to date. The first bit is to design my very own dream daddy. Dad. Do you hear that? Build that dad. Okay. Uh, I get to pick physique and everything. I'm going to take some liberties. You know, I mean, it's a it's a it's a fantasy role playing game after all. Man bun, why not? Pouty lips, obviously. Name that dad. Name that dad. Oh, I'm gonna go with Chester Daddington. Let's go with that. I've never actually played um, dating Sims before. Maybe I should have. Maybe I <laughs> maybe it would have helped me when I was younger. Um, you know, as I say, I've not played many dating sims, but I imagine the key is good dialogue and believable characters. Dad. Right, we're now in the park near our new house. I've been hit in the head by a frisbee and a dog has come over. I expect this might be a chance to meet a possible dream daddy. A guy in a Hawaiian shirt jogs over to us and takes the frisbee from me. Now, this is quite a bulky guy, sort of ginger hair, ginger beard. I'm Brian, by the way. I'm Chester Daddington and this is my daughter, Amanda. Ah, Brian has a daughter as well called Daisy the the best thing I can compare it to is like sort of Pokemon gym leaders like sort of iconic kind of looks easy looks whoa speaking of uh, Pokemon (laughs) we have to both brag about our daughters this is like a dual this is so now I have to brag about my daughter Chester Amanda here just recently won a local photography award Brian says, wow, congrats. Brian loses 10 HP. (laughs) Brian, Daisy actually just won a statewide poetry contest. Oh, I lose 15 HP. Um, What item do I have? Oh, item, spelling bee photo. Fumbling through your phone's browser, you managed to pull up a photo of Amanda winning her 10th grade spelling bee. Brian says, wow, congratulations, Amanda. Daisy is getting prepped for her annual spelling bee right now. Hopefully this will be her third win in a row. God damn. Oh, that's the end. He's beaten me. After a disappointing result with Brian, who absolutely outbragged me and has, uh, you know, made me feel quite inadequate as a dream daddy, I'm getting sucked in to the dream daddy world. I'm ready for the dream daddy universe, expanded universe. Oh, wait, hang on a second. I'm getting a phone call. Hi. Uh, oh, oh, hi, Hope. Yeah. Yeah. You know, no, I hadn't forgotten about the restaurant. Uh, the funny thing is about that is I'm actually not very well. Uh, and I was going to obviously call you and let you know. Uh, but you know, I've just been feeling really quite weak. Well, yeah, I know it's Valentine's Day now, but like, you know, what about McDonald's tomorrow? Hello? Hello? Um, must've got disconnected there. Anyway, uh, yeah. Back to Dream Daddies, I guess. Okay, I've got a text from Craig inviting me out. Want to get your swole on? I'm ready to tear up the track. <laughs> that is classic. That is classic, Craig. Thank you, Alex. So he didn't actually play Brexit Simulator at all. He played oh. a game called Dream Daddy instead. Because <laughs> <laughs> couldn't even get it to work. But Brexit Simulator is available on PC and Nintendo Switch for 20 quid, which I did manage to play. And actually, it's, well, it's called Not Tonight. You basically play as a bouncer who has to check people's tickets, and it's really, really, really boring. It's like ticket checking simulator. What would you give it out of 10? I mean, it's a, it's a massive zero. Oh, There's wow. no point. Um, but there is an overarching story, but anyway, avoid that one. Let's visit the mailbag. Yeah. Uh, First of all, from the Naked Scientists, Phil Sansom says, Hello, Chris and Lee. I can't believe you got the voice of The Witcher on Naked Gaming. Oh, yeah. So cool, wasn't he? Let's hear him again. 
now Geralt is just part of my voice, so it's not <laughs> something I have to work terribly hard to achieve. His normal speaking voice isn't very Geralt, but anyway, Doug Cockle, amazing. <laughs> uh, Phil also says, while Final Fantasy VII, Cyberpunk 2077 and The Last of Us 2 will be fine, the real most anticipated game of this year is Animal Crossing New Horizons. Yeah! I said to him... I can't wait. I said to him, are you going to get it? And he went, I haven't got a Nintendo Switch, so I can't. <gasps> get it just get one we we rave about the nintendo switch it's like it is i mean the playstation i mean the playstation is always going to be up there but nintendo switch can take it with you is pretty good uh so anyway phil's favorite game is coming out on the 20th of march get a nintendo switch well somebody who did get a nintendo switch was our friend dr tony fisher yes i saw this see this message right this is so funny what he said so cool yeah he he said i caved into pressure and got the kids one of these it's for the kids honestly (laughs) hashtag nintendo hashtag i blame chris at chris barrow (laughs) at lee milner tv on at Naked Gaming Pod. Well, don't blame us, you know. I mean, they're great. They're amazing things. They are amazing things. And uh, he sent a picture as well of his new setup. He's got the um, red and blue controller, actually. Okay. We've gone for the kind of the grey, you know. That's only because I'm OCD and everything has to match. I know, our whole house matches. But we've got some replies as well. We've got Keith saying, we gave in at Christmas and got one for Aiden, but we love it more than him. And Shelley says, they're brilliant, you'll all love it great for the family gaming and for solo fun as well i've had mine a couple they of years are, they're really really they're the good they're really really good because not only can you play it at home like a playstation you can take it on holiday you know just in in the bed on the sofa whatever you are yeah. and i think that is the future of gaming well we're going to take it on the plane when we get married so what have we got? and that's it for this month we're off to get married it's like a three-week holiday for us yeah, but, uh, well, almost a month off. But it isn't going to get in the way of our next episode. We will still be back at the same time next month on the 21st of March. In the meantime, please subscribe to this programme. Please, please, if you enjoy it, subscribe, okay? Wow. Is that just, that's that. That's it. I'm just, just telling it. it how it is. We need to go and pack, don't we? Yeah. Have you started? <laughs> What do you think? I've literally finished, Chris. You've used up all my space. I know. I've also used your hand luggage bag oh, for so the bridesmaids' like dresses. That. You don't need that. Have we thought about what we're going to do with Bailey, the rabbit? Oh. <laughs> Good luck, Bailey. <laughs> three weeks. You're in charge of the house, my man. Can you imagine like a massive rabbit feeder that has three weeks? I thought you were going to say a massive rabbit fest. Well, there is one in uh, Japan that I was thinking of taking you to, genuinely. That could be our honeymoon to where we're going. <laughs> Uh, right well thanks for listening in we will be back next month Uh, let's go and phone up rabbit homing places for three weeks and see what we can do head over to Hulu this March where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.